Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Is that on? Ouch. Hot fire. Welcome back for another, <laughs> another steaming, piping, scalding, scalding serving of hot gas. It's our weekly chat show where we talk about events in, in our, our lives, lives, issues in politics, politics, and take a deep, deep dive, dive into the DMs. So yeah, let's do cool. it. Let's mm. get into some hot gas. Oh, God. Hoopla, hoopla, hoopla. Well, so wait, this is this is coming out on Friday? Right? Yeah, this Friday. So today is the last day to vote for us oh, the on queer the queer tees. The prestige is already um, just being nominated. It's uh, almost too much to bear, but we've been yes, we've been getting by. We've been voting. We're, we're in the company day. of some great podcasts, and we are nominated for outstanding podcast category at the Queer Tees category 2020. competition pageant. Yes, <laughs> the Queer Tees pageant competition <laughs> awards contest competition. <laughs> so if you want to vote, you can go to queertee.com slash queertees2020. They yes. have like an ad for it. Just click it. And there's a lot of great things to vote for. You can vote for Eastsiders, too. We That's are a good show. Stephen Guarino is nominated, too, in his category. There's a lot of really, um, like, podcasts on there and other things that I'm like, oh, yeah, I wanted to watch that. So it's yes. like all the good stuff. Like that if you're looking for something to binge, click through and then you'll be like, oh, that's stuff. I should support them. Yeah. Yep. As you know, we won last year and we want a clean sweep. <laughs> clean gown, clean talent, clean, clean sweep. Clean. Not, you, you, we don't want one of those girls willing to kneecap or, uh, you know, take out the other girls in the competition. Oh. I know. I read the interview with Davina that we talked about last mm-hmm. week after – uh, talking about it unknowledgeably. And mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of comment could have been directed at anybody. I don't know. I'm sure it feels like it's directed at Vivian because Vivian won that season. So yeah. it's definitely personal for her because she competed against the bitch, you know? But um, I get it. I was like, oh, they're really raking Davina, these kids. <sighs> these kids. All that venom and not even a cash prize at stake. It's time for an extraction. <laughs> So much venom. So much venom. So much venom, Fifi. (laughs) Uh, As you well know, and your children will will someday know, know. it is Black History Month. 
We'd like to point out some black black drag excellence, uh, including, of course, Monique Hart on Instagram. She is I am Monique Hart, and she honors blackness every day of the month. This month on her Instagram. Which yeah, is pretty- I I was lucky enough to get two girls that I follow uh, doing the similar thing. Uh, Mary Cherry from Brooklyn, she's doing mm-hmm. the same thing, and one of her ones was. Uh, the young lady who attended the first desegregated elementary school in New Orleans. I forget mm. her name. I think it's Bridges. Um, okay. But she, the red outfit, yeah. Oh, oh and then our producer, in house producer, Big Dipper, he pulled up the picture and it's so cute, her in this red dress. Yeah, Ruby, Ruby Nell Bridges Hall. Okay. Work. Yeah, she still lives in New Orleans. Um, but it's, it's a cool, it's a cool learning experience to learn about a lot of these people. Um, and uh, that weren't in our history books growing up. Girl, And it's girls in drag, an excuse to get up in it. We love drag. You better work. Mary Cherry is Beverly Johnson. Is that Beverly Johnson? Beverly and Johnson. Work, Beverly Johnson, supermodel. This is at Mary, M-E-R-R-I-E underscore Cherry. Mary Cherry. And uh, I encourage you to go check her out because she's recreating all these iconic historical black women and moments in history. It's really wonderful. We deeply salute these queens. Sickening. No. Uh, have you seen Next in Fashion yet? On have Netflix? I seen Next in Fashion? <laughs> this is so much fun. This show is so good. And let me tell you why I love it. First of all, our friends are on it. Yes. Marco and Ashton. Um, deep salute. Marco is deep literally deep right next pod. door. I'm Through ta- the wall. I'm tapping <laughs> on his wall right now. Um, and uh, he's he's renting space in Forever Dog Enterprises. <laughs> We're in the Enterprises. Capitol Records building, but he's in the suite next to us. Adjoining. Uh, yes. Uh, Adjoining on suite. <laughs> Adjoining on suite. <laughs> That's share, your dog name. It means you share a bathroom? <laughs> uh, well, it's an adjoining on suite. We don't call her a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ashton did the leather looks that we wore on the AAA Girls Tour, the red, white, and black. Yeah. Oh, and Marco did our finale outfits, our Who the Fuck is Heather gauzy, yeah. gauzy beach whore looks. Yes. Yes. So uh, it was so much fun getting to see our friends on the show. Cut up. Yes. Yeah. And I also just love the format of the show. It's sort of like they're intentionally not being about like interpersonal drama they're just being about like Talent. bringing together the the best artists mm-hmm. and giving them all the resources to do their best work yeah it's not about setting people up to like fuck up and let's laugh at that yeah it's like they're bringing in designers who make things for Beyonce and Britney Spears and like Gwen Stefani and like like real designers and saying, okay, this is your supply room, and if it's not if it's we not can in get there, it for you. yes, and we'll they get it. Say for that you. we're like anything you need. That's so fierce. Yeah. And also the judges, they were like, I, I don't want to give anything away, but the judges are very like, um, I don't know. It's very about it's about the uh, the art and the the art form. And they're judged by other people in their mm-hmm. arena, not just random celebrities too. Yeah. Like people that are making the same living because all of the people on there are yes. working designers. Yeah. And it's it was a, an amazing display of all of our friends' talents. Yeah. And they were the funniest ones. They were the best ones in interview too. Girl. Ashton just, and because they cut up. 
And I hope Marco's face is okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was scary. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Watch the show. It's on Netflix and rate it and uh, say hi to them on Instagram. They're uh, at Marco Marco Underwear and at Ashton Michael. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got a little package in the mail. You did? What was in it? It, was, it had a picture of Lady Gaga in the front. <gasps> it's Le Monster Lip Crayon <gasps> from House Labs. Uh, Oh my God, I want one. Uh, I'm sure you have it. I'm sure it's in the mail. Okay. You were in the film for fuck's sake. Oh, I love these colors. I yeah. saw it in Miami because the only difference from the Enigma look was I was like, oh, she, she's not wearing the Danessa Murek's uh, pumpkin you lip did. cover. You did, I clocked. I was you like, ooh, clocked. she got a pink lip now. I like this pink lip. I was like, I'm going to get this pink lip. And it's her pink lip. Yeah. I love it. It's very. It's a very good product. It's I haven't used it on my lips yet. Which one? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm going to use it to write stupid love on my face. Oh, wow. The next time I go to a concert. <laughs> I want to see the receipts. Uh, we love the product. It's really great. Check it out. Um, <clears throat> also, we get a little bit more of a, a sneaky peek, peek. Yeah, into season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. They have these judges lined up. Nikki is the first guest judge. Nikki Minaj. In like... 40-inch hair, AOC's on it, Thandie Newton, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones is going to go crazy. I can't wait to see Leslie Jones on that judging panel. I know. She looks gorge, too. I saw the preview. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's oh there, God. randomly. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Robin. Oh, Detox going to die. Whoopi Goldberg is on this season. Yeah. Ah! Oh. Damn. Oh my God. Jada looks so fierce. We're getting our first glimpses of the divas walking into the workroom. So count, start counting the looks so we could see how many you figured out the girls have the episodes for. Yeah, girl. Gigi girl, Ford. they're too smart now. They only show episode one. Don't get it. Oh twisted. my God. They're showing peaks of the judging panel and Rue has some fucking hair on. Yeah. These girls are not outwigging her anymore. Units, pieces... Stunts and styles. Wow. This is fierce. I cannot wait to watch this fucking show. What? What? Do, do you notice that on some of the entrances, there are clothes and costumes on the hangers by the door, and others, it's totally empty? Of course we didn't notice that. Now we have to go back and watch, though. <laughs> what could that mean? Is there shenanigans? What is it? Just look at the hangers. Okay. The stuff I get there. her hangers. Oh, yeah. Clothes. There's clothes on the... Oh, girls started unpacking. No, no. They couldn't. They wanted it They wanted it not bare, I guess. So they preloaded. Or maybe they assigned s- sections. Or s- But sometimes it's empty. Well, they used to... Um, hmm. They used... No. That hair. They used to leave... Uh, make it one station short to add drama so not everybody had a place to get ready. <laughs> And then, yeah, I know. And then the third, that's like horrifying. Yeah, that they did it on purpose to stimulate drama, and it works if, as a reality show tool. I think Sharon was the one that didn't get an area. Yeah, because we all claimed areas. Sharon got ready at the table the first time. I get her hangers. Well, at any rate, everybody looks really sickening, really stunning, and I can't wait to watch. And this lineup of judges is no fucking joke. Oh my dude. god, Tandy Newton looks so good. No joke. Leslie Jones in a blue jumpsuit. Living. Living. Living Tina. Uh, Living uh, Tina. We have one of our sisters as the... Is, we have theme music yet? 
Rainbow's Spotlight. There it is. There you go. Wow. Yeah. wow. That's what they tune in for. When My next Valentine's Day, this song is on loop. It's so good. This is the new song from Peppermint, who she just released this on Valentine's Day. And it's a song about fucking, if you don't have a, if you don't have a lover, a traditional boyfriend or something. Boot up. Love your fucking self. Love them. That's the tea. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's give that a listen and we'll be right back. You're looking for the one and baby you just gotta be. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right, and I think... Uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag Drag. today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party. Uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
welcome back for another stimulating section of let's get political political i want to get political Hello. Hi. <laughs> Willem, Alaska, and Big Daddy. Oh, Dip we have a letter, dogs. a write-in letter. A write-in letter for Let's Get Political. Okay, great. My name is Morgan, and I live in the wonderful country of KKK Canada. Oh, my God. Spelled with three Ks. Confused why it shows this name? Well, here's the T. For the past year or so, the Canadian government has been trying to put in a new pipeline. The biggest problem, besides corporate greed being rampant in this lay stage of capitalism, is that the pipeline will go directly through the wet, sewet, and territories of indigenous peoples. Oh. The lands are the lands of those people. What the government is doing is illegal. Mm-hmm. The RCMP, Canada's Army of Pigs slash the Cops, are arresting matriarchs for standing their ground, for calling on ancestors, and even went so far as to back a pickup truck over a sacred fire. Mm-hmm. The government is already so full of shit, we don't need any more gas from them. I'll, I send you this in the hopes that it will reach you and you can bring awareness to this unlawful and shameful acts that are happening. The indigenous people of Canada barely have any land left, and putting in this pipeline already destroys their land, but destroys water and land around it, speeding up the already fast-dying earth. Love the pod, love your hair, hope you win. All the best from Montreal. Morgan, crying dad, Jay. Here's a juicy photo for your timeline and viewing pleasure. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. Morgan is in the bathtub. A thin layer of bubbles just barely covering her perky vagina. I see a tattoo on her lower torso. Is that a, it's, it's a, a conifer. Tree. It's a pine tree. Pine yeah, tree. it is. A beautiful conifer. Budding breasts? More than budding. <laughs> they, blooming. They bloomed. She bloomed. She bloomed for us. They bloomed just for you. Um, And she shared a lot of good information. Holy hell. That's like, how can how can governments just take lands? It's... I guess we've been, they've been doing it for years. Never mind. Stupid question. Yeah. And how they I got mean, Hawaii? Yeah. Shit. They, the they took her. They, they said, get on the long train and we'll take the scenic route. And by the time she got to Washington, her land was gone. Yeah. Stealing. Yeah. The injustices continue uh, against the indigenous people of, I mean, of a lot of places. I mean, North America is one continuous land. So Canada and the U.S. are connected. And so indigenous uh, people are being fucked over uh, on the whole continent. Oh. So uh, this next message is uh, about the same issue, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. It's further clarification from the uh, the Washington Post. Okay, so from the Washington Post, re the Trans Mountain Pipeline battle. Uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau called for, quote, dialogue and mutual respect. Tuesday, as the anti-pipeline protests and blockades that have paralyzed the nation's rail system entered their 12th day. Hit them where it hurts. Work, indigenous. Yeah. Demonstrators across the country have joined the blockades in support of the hereditary chiefs of the Wet'suwet'en nation in British Columbia who oppose the construction of a natural gas pipeline through their territory. They've brought most freight and passenger rail service to a standstill. Work, we salute. (laughs) Quote, we are not asking that you stop standing up for your communities, your rights, and for what you believe, Trudeau said in Parliament during a speech that was interrupted by heckling. Quote, we only ask that you be willing to work with the federal government as a partner in finding solutions. No. Underlying the dispute... Our long-standing <laughs> questions over land title and who speaks for Canada's indigenous people. Wow. That's... Uh, <laughs> I'm well, flabbergasted. 
I think sometimes the way to get people listening is to cause a little bit of unrest. And no, I love that. Yeah. That part's great. It's not like they're like blowing things up. They're just saying, okay, we're gonna block the um we're gonna block the transit trains. Yeah. Oh, did you need those for your yeah. nation? Okay, Sorry, we thanks. have our nations too. We're gonna need you not to take them. Yeah, and like, why do they need more gas? Like, can we like go to electric cars or something? Like, stop with using gas. Yeah, do something else. So uh, we uh, we support you. We support the protesters. Yeah, Canadians, uh, let us know what's up and um, continue updating us, please. Yes, and we encourage you, listeners, to go do some research. And yeah. see what you think about all of this. That's crazy. So like, what? It's they were there first. Yeah. What? Oh, we don't, we don't have you registered with City Hall. Yeah, we were here before you built City Hall. Like, I'm yeah, sorry you yeah. don't know where, exactly where our lands were. Yeah. Good luck. Fuck. I hate this country. Well, that's not our country for once. And they're right. better than us. God damn. <laughs> right. They got problems too, I guess. We all got problems. Not we'll this ponytail. Right this ponytail stayed right on. It is. Yeah. yeah. Are you using French pins? French pins and a little Gorilla Glue. Oh, Just gorilla. for the edges. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Gorilla Glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I love your unit. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Is that a Webster? It's not. Oh. <laughs> we'll be back. Um, actually, natural gas pipelines are not uh, gasoline for cars. It's for homes and hearths and yeah. gas like that. So you, I understand. Yeah. But this, don't put it on the lands. This deep tea is coming from us for our very special in-studio guest. <laughs> Willem's dad is here. <laughs> Go ahead. Say your catchphrase into the mic. Charlie's here. Charlie's here. Oh my gosh! This is our third section where we go. Oh my gosh! Ooh, ow! The the entrance of this oh. cave is getting smaller. I gotta wriggle wriggle my way through. Careful of the garment. The dance costume. It's an Ashton Michael. <laughs> I'm wearing Marco Marco. <laughs> we're we're actually featured on episode four and five of uh, Next, Next in, in Fashion. fashion. Yeah. Oh, we are. No. Oh, I was like, do they show us as <laughs> celebrities they dress? No, we bought the garments that they made, and yeah. we're wearing them right now. Wearing them. If you only you could see Ooh, this. this fringe. <laughs> this fringe got caught on that stalactite. Ooh. Ooh. Because we're going spelunking, unking, unking, unking. Deep inside the, the DMs. DMs. What is this first one? Dear, did it say Dear William? This message is from oh. William. Okay. So I know it's a trigger for you, um, no, but this is from up. William. Um, greetings, Alaska Brig Dripper and William Beltai. <laughs> I was watching the Muppets when I couldn't help but notice Kenya's Dilf has a little pop-up number near the end of the film. Is this true? This came at around the same time that season four was filming. Please find photos attached, but excuse the quality because the Disney Plus app does not allow screenshots from Will from Willem with an extra I, a.k.a. William. That's him! Yeah, that's definitely him. I guess uh, he was trying to make a break in whatever. Girl, you know, sometimes it's fun to be on a movie set. I never worked with doing children's extra Muppets, drag queens, or animals. <laughs> Ever. This is what all the race user pod photos look like because you can't take screen Grainy ass <laughs> fucking <laughs> taken from a screen on a screen. I like it. It's environmental. Uh, okay. 
however you want to justify yeah. it, I'm happy. Yeah. That is so cute, and we support Kenya's sad dad. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, he was so he was, he was so, the saddest drag queen I've ever seen. Just well, like he, morose. I mean, Kenya was too. Kenya probably said, "Be sexy, be soft," and he just looked sad. Guys <laughs> don't know how to do that. They don't know how to do pretty sad face. Who's the bad? About <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Uh, Rebecca says, "Dear Willem Alaska and Dippertina to Laportacolos." Work. I just finished Gina. watching the short film The Quiet Room starring Alaska. Oh. Let me first say your performance was incredible. Alaska really sells it as a bitter, vengeful old spirit. Ooh, the body horror was Go beyond, on, and it was awesome to see such a cool and compact queer horror story. Mm-hmm. As two horror starlets, Alaska and the terrifying Hattie and Willem as the final girl in the Lynch Lynchian horror masterpiece that is Hurricane Bianca. <laughs> what? Wait, are you in Hurricane... Wait, as two horror starlets, Alaska as the terrifying Hattie and Willem as the final girl in the lynching horror masterpiece <laughs> that is Hurricane Bianca. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. Do you consider yourself horror fans? What are your favorite horror movies you would recommend to listeners to check out? Love Always, Rebecca. Well, they just read Hurricane Bianca. Yeah, they did. Okay. Stage five, Hurricane. <laughs> um, very damaging. The tropical storm. <laughs> very large. Winds. Large, uh, it goes on way too long. It's devastating. <laughs> Call FEMA. Um, I the response was not enough. Midland. Uh, <laughs> it was a hurricane. <laughs> um, uh, so, are you a horror fan? Yeah, I like horror movies. I think my favorite like horror movie probably ever is uh, uh, Ticked Off Grannies with Knives. Oh, yeah. of which you are a star. Crystal Summers, Calexis Davenport, friend of the pod, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jenna Sky, Erica Andrews. Uh-huh. And it's like this Legend. grindhouse horror, low budget film that was like the first of its kind. It did a lot of firsts and it was it's 10 years old. And it's a lot of like trans women in yeah. empowering mm-hmm. roles it's, uh, and showing their world in a kind of real way, right? Yeah, it was uh, five like sisters who worked at a club together. Mm-hmm. Three of the characters were trans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, no, four of the characters were trans. Mm-hmm. And um, they were played by trans women, too. Yeah. So it, And it was at Tribeca. It was like, it got a lot of attention. It was a great, it's, fun, it's such a fun movie. You, it's like grindhouse so it's supposed to be like sloppy and like slapdash and like yeah like there's probably five or six different movies in it but it's so good yeah what's your favorite horror movie well my cousin and i would always sneak when we were really young and we would watch the halloween movies like and there are like 18 of them it's like jamie lee one two three four five six Mm -hmm. yes and so i that they always have a really special place for me Mm -hmm. and you know, looking back at it now, the Halloween movies are really cool. They have like a strong female lead who's kicking the ass of like this really horrible like white man, mm-hmm. white faced man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the Halloweens. Um, Put it on my list. They're really good. Yeah. I recommend, and even the new one I liked. I like Jamie Lee Curtis in anything. I just saw her in Knives Out. I'd watch really anything Miss Curtis played in. <laughs> Part of her talent is she picks the best films. 
Um, oh, all about Eve. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, it took me a minute. <laughs> I uh, uh, deep friend of the pod, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, uh, Betty Davis. This next message messages from Sandy. Dear Dipper Titter Jelly Bear, <laughs> Alaski Lou, and Willa Meow. As I searched on YouTube for videos of drag queens the other day, I came across some videos of queens dealing with drunk, difficult, and disrespectful fans during their shows. Sharon came to the show? In every video, I am in total admiration of how professional every queen was at dealing with these awful people and putting them in their place and sometimes even kicking them out of the show. What the hell is wrong with these people? I can't understand why someone would take the trouble of going to watch a live show if they don't respect the performer. My question is, what is the worst fan experience you've had and how did you deal with it? I would like you to know that if I am ever at one of your shows and someone disrespects you, you, I'll be the first person helping you kick them out Love you lots, Sandy. Uh, and there's a note. Remember the video of the queen fully shoving that one woman across the floor. <laughs> Fuck. Mm. The jo- the the video was fans who go too far, like ten times that f- Drag Race fans go too far. And like, was it Jake Anse? Tell me it was Jake Anse. Maybe <laughs> I don't know, but it was like I remember. There's one with Raven, and someone like gets on the stage and is just like being really inappropriate. And yeah. Raven's not the one. No, She's never was. Not the one, the two, the three, the four, or the uh-uh. five. Raven you kicked fuck me with. out of a club. I know that she is <laughs> well, not the one. So she does have good taste. <laughs> Reading. Um, uh, what was your worst ever with a fan? I tend to, I tend to just use it. Whatever happens. So if someone is like drunk, which they usually are drunk. Yeah. And they're in a heightened state of some kind and they don't know what they're doing. So I tend to just like let it play out. And I'm like, oh, like you want to come on stage? Like mm-hmm. gr- fierce. What let do you want to do? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> like <laughs> just because then it's sort of like putting the spotlight on it and giving it space sort of like evaporates it because then they're like, what have I done? Because mm-hmm. performing is terrifying on its own. Every eye in the room is looking at you. Yeah. Wanting to be entertained. Yeah. So I'm not the one to be like, listen, honey, you need to get out of here. And I need to, I, like, that's never been my brand of humor. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you just, you have to just kind of give it space. That's my mode of dealing with it. Yeah. And then you had something great that happened on stage. Yeah. It's I, memorable. I, I appreciate anything. <laughs> Like that, that happens when people jump up. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So wait, what are some examples in that video? Do you know, Dippy? Well, prob- I hope there's Princess pulling the girl's ponytail in Nashville. Because Princess oh. yanked a bitch's ponytail, like, I think twice. Because the girl was on, fully crossing stage in front of Princess. Princess just grabbed this ponytail and pulls this girl to the side steps. It was great. <laughs> It was so See, wonderful. This, okay. It's great. It's fun to watch. No, the girl Would was I drunk and she got that? up twice. Would I ever like grab, first of all, a woman's hair? Not a black no. girl. Would but I this white girl, I, grab, I would grab her ponytail because she was being so disrespectful, a princess. Would she was I, so drunk, she didn't know. Would I push a woman, like no. the one performer, and like she pushed this older woman, like literally down onto a table? Yeah. That is not my style. I do not want to get physical ever with anybody Mm -hmm. because once it goes there, like not even do a lipa. (laughs) Let's get physical. I think it's this. What is this? What is this? The princess? No, Jaden at play. Jaden Dior. Yeah. See, play these girls get frisky. Get up on stage. There's two staircases. 
Okay, we're seeing Jaden Dior fears. Oh, and a girl in a striped knit dress has gotten on stage and is trying to, and oh, and Jaden grabs her ass and jiggles it about, and then gives her a kiss as security escorts her away. Uh, and then she. Uh, uh, titty slam motorboats are, motorboats the fan's face in her boobs and says I gotta work now baby <laughs> and Courtney's reading somebody oh Courtney Co- is giving a dressing down <laughs> to somebody and then Courtney <laughs> I think was using the line I don't come down to McDonald's and take the or I don't come down to the corner and knock the dicks out of your mouth or oh, you know, that old response. This is my favorite. This is a guy t- picking up tips for Sonique and then <laughs> pocketing them. No. Yeah, look. No, 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 then, no, 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 no. And then Sonique beats the shit out of him. Yeah. She had already told him once. Yeah, Sonique is kicking him in the shit. corner at Hamburger Bears Long Beach. Don't fuck with Sonique. She is not the one. She it's great. gives the illusion of the delicate flower, but she will literally kick your ass across the fucking she room. She will do a walkover on your ass. Is this detox? Uh-huh. Who is this? Oh, I knew just from the back of her. <laughs> I knew that hair and that body. I was like, that's D. Detox letting out. Will you turn on the audio? Oh, the please. Detox, please. Let's go back just a little bit. Oh my god, someone steals the tips off a of detox estate. Do you think that it's funny what makes me have the right to smash shit from my hands? Oh. Smash shit from my fucking hands, that is not the truth. She probably took a ring or something. The girl's laughing. Wow. And these weren't cases of like people picking up her tips saying, oh, I was going to give it to him later. These people pocketed. Yeah. And like I really, and th- in this case, they were stealing it out of her hand, taking the tips out of the diva's great. hands. It I, reminds me of a time when a certain dress of yours went missing. The Costa Rican oh. scandal of 2018. Oh no! I won't rehash that. Well, your way of dealing with it was to blow up this person <laughs> online, lead a full-scale investigation, and eventually you got it back, right? <laughs> won't she do it every time? Won't she do it? <laughs> that was my gown. Uh, uh, so my recommendation out there: watch this video. A, it's great. It's a one. Who? What's the subscriber? Does they have a name or? Uh, what is it? Just ten times drag queens. When fans went too far. When fans went too far. Wow, that's crazy. Mark. Someone stuck their finger up my nose at a show. I just and performed. now you are married to her. Just <laughs> 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 <I was> kidding. <laughs> Separated. <No. laughs> yeah. And that was the one time. And, and they and were like. Six months later, we walked down the aisle. <laughs> he lifted the veil. <laughs> <laughs> My recommendation, though, is don't get physical because once you do that, then it's like don't it's, it get becomes physical. something else. It becomes something else. It becomes like they can sue you and then you're entangled with this person legally. Let the security do their job. Uh, give them space and let them know. But, you know, uh, and let them have verbally as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my recommendation. Okay. We did Sandy. From BW. Hold on, I just need 
Oh, I'll I'll press the sneeze button here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, from BW, Willem Belai, Alaska Thunderfuck, 5000, Big Dipper. The following information must be disseminated. The character, Lady Pimp Michaels, Mm -hmm. Chad Michaels played on Frock the Vote, was a knockoff of RuPaul's character from her music video for Back to My Roots, specifically the hair, costume, and persona. I'm shocked that this was not brought up on the main stage during critiques as it was... not a particularly original idea of Chad's, especially since Chad's bit- biggest critique every week was playing character. I thought his biggest critique was the perfection. Please dissect the evidence attached. Sincerely, Big Whistleblower. Aww, that's fierce. I didn't know this. Um, there's a picture of Rue, which we'll put on our Instagram, Race Chaser Pod, uh, with two Afro puffs, an asymmetrical little side swoop moment, and mm-hmm. a one-legged pink leopard outfit. Yes. With a glove, attached glove. Yes, it's a fierce look, and I didn't know that it was a reference, and now we do know. Yeah, um, Back to My Roots is one of my favorite songs from her. I'm going back, 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 back to, to my, my roots. roots. That was a good song. Yeah. Uh, and we'll do a side-by-side on our Instagram, so you, you can weigh in, too. We should also put Mimi I'm First's hair in there, too, because it's kind of <laughs> similar. I mean, it, it is yeah. the same mm-hmm. thing. Mimi I'm First promo hair slash mini challenge. Yeah. Delta, Stacey Lane, Mimi hair. Exactly. Our next message says, Dearest Alaska Willem and Big Dipper, when I moved to a new city, I joined a gay kickball league as a way to make friends in the gay community. I ha- uh, It has easily been one of the most formative experiences of my life. I've made lifelong friends with all sorts of queer people and have been able to share an inclusive, safe space with a diverse group of individuals. Recently, a national gay kickball tournament amended their rules to require that each team meet a minimum percentage of LGBTQI athletes. Many teams include straight allies as team members and see this rule as exclusionary and divisive. Others agree that with the right of the LGBTQI community to create an equitable safe space that limits participation of straight athletes. As the LGBTQI community continues to become more integrated into the new normal, how do we maintain the valuable qualities of queer space while allowing others to share in our culture? Is a quota really the best solution. Love, left field. P.S. Attached is a photo of our team in quick drag. All of these unclockable ladies are in need of a loving mother if you're looking to adopt. Oh. Tubes tied. Tubes tied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, they look great. So, uh, Dipper, David can you Korch. clarify what what is... So, are they saying... Okay. Who's making a quota? Basically, he's giving an example that, like, it's a queer kickball league, but now they're trying to be more inclusive. Yeah. And so the idea of, like, as queer culture makes its way into more mainstream spaces, like, how important it is to hold on to queer spaces as a place just for queer people. So wait, is the National League saying you have to have straight people on your... On your queer no, it's saying league. you have to have a certain number of gay athletes, and I guess his on team. your straight team. Yeah, mi- no, 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 a minimum percentage of LGBTQI athletes. Like allies, I guess his team might have more allies than the 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 tournament allows. They want mostly gay people on the teams, maybe or percentages. I don't know how it works, but it seems like his his complaint is that the straight allies on his team aren't allowed to compete. 
No, the the straight allies are starting. I mean, it doesn't matter about the kickball league. He's not asking. Is it about hypothetical that. or is no, it? No, it's real. It's real. He says it right here. Many teams include straight allies as team members and see this rule as exclusionary because see the National rule? Gay Kickball Tournament amended their rules to require that each team meet a minimum percentage of LGBTQ athletes. So it's a gay. It, you basically have to prove that you're queer to play in the team. Suck a dick. Right. But this is not the question. That's just an example of an experience that he's going through. The question is, how do we maintain valuable qualities of queer space while allowing others to share in our culture? Well, uh, I don't think it's something that I'm purporting to have the answer to, but from my own personal experience, I do love and enjoy um, queer spaces and especially in something like a sport where it has been sort of traumatic for me like as a child because being queer and being in sports was really fucking hard for me uh-huh. uh and so he was my sports coach that it's funny yeah that i get to talk about this too then so to have a space that's like um that that's like a safe space i think is really important and would make it like fulfilling and worth it for me so i don't know if that's like oh we're we shouldn't allow anybody who's straight in it but i think it should be like i don't know queer owned and operated i guess i don't know yeah that makes sense i was on a gay kickball team and i think that we had straight i don't know if there were rules or anything but i can't imagine like saying you're accepting of all like gay people and then not allowing straight people in yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I still don't really understand. So he was going to a competition. Oh, wow. Have you ever been uh, to a gay club? Yeah. And the party was cute. And then you kept going back. And then like six months later, you look around and you were like, where are the gay people at this gay club? Because the party's so cute. Everybody starts going and it like loses that queerness. I, I don't go to the same party a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Make out Mondays. That's always queer. That's always queer. Girl, there was this one girl in a gown, wearing a gown to FUBAR doing a number. I like that. <laughs> At FUBAR? I, I like w- gowns out of context. You don't do ballads on, okay, but as, do an upbeat. A gown usually implies do a, a slower number. Do an upbeat. Park and bark. Yeah, park and bark. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Up, do. I just, gowns and FUBAR, uh-uh. Do. I will wear a gown the next time I go to food bar just because of this conversation. I just saw a messy man. <laughs> That's so upsetting. I don't have the answer and I don't really know the problem. But maybe if <laughs> maybe if the people on this fine, fine kickball team um, send in some more uh, intimate messages. <laughs> Nathan says, hey, Dipper, Alaska, and Willem. Huge fan of the pod and of you girls. Looking forward to meeting you guys at DragCon LA. I'm a new current resident of Palm Springs area Mm. and enjoy going to see the girls at the club, but hardly ever get to see Willem headlining. Why is that? Why is that? (laughs) I don't know. I was headlining Chill Bar at Pride this November, so I was there. Anyway, I just got in a relationship with this guy. We were strictly monogamous and official for several months. The other day, he left his phone on the couch, and it was still unlocked as he walked Mm. away, so I happened to look through it and noticed he was on a chat app I've never seen before, and it looks like WhatsApp, but was filled with dick pics and hole pics. Anyway, it's our conversation that he had with this guy. No pictures were exchanged, but apparently they've hooked up before. 
He then was suggesting to my boyfriend that they should video chat and jerk off. My boyfriend said, yeah, that'd be great and set up a time to do it when I wasn't around. Is this considered cheating? <laughs> I kind of want to call yep. him out on it because at the same time, I don't want to tell him I went through his phone. Mm. Also, feel really bad because I'm trying to start something new with somebody and build trust, but I always feel like I'm being lied to all these guys. I want to hear what you guys think. I've also included a few dick pics. Thanks, Nathan. Oh, really? Damn. <laughs> Is this a fold out? <laughs> Centerfold. Centerfold. Center wow, fold. he's cheating on you. I have no hope, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, is it cheating if he ain't eating? Yes. Yeah, it's a misuse of trust. Here's I what I think you should do. Okay, first of all, I don't think statements like, I feel like I'm getting lied to by all these guys. Don't say things like all these guys because there is no such thing as an across the board, including everybody rule when it comes to things like this. Maybe you're attracting a certain type of guy and... Uh, maybe that's something you can look into, but it, you can't say it's all about everybody. Next, I think you can open up the conversation and say, so what do you think about, what do you think about like online stuff? Is that okay? <laughs> and then if he lies to you, then oh, you're he's good a lying, this. cheating motherfucker. <laughs> um, Who then you need to find out what time he's meeting the guy and show up outside the window. So let him know that you're crazy, oh, he's yeah. caught, and we're done. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, um, monitor this That's situation. fun and dramatic. Oh, yeah, you always need a good ending. And a chance to wear a hat or a costume <laughs> oh, outside the God. window. Boris Sunglass. and Natasha outside oh, the jack-off session. Down boots. I think also don't go through your partner's phone. You're only going to find it. If you're looking for shit that you don't want to see, you're going to find it. Uh, I'm seeing all I want to see right now. Okay. Mm. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. <laughs> I thought this was a drug counseling question off of this next oh, one. Okay, okay. I read backwards sometimes. So, from Matt Hi, Alaska Willem and Dippertina glass bulb pipe intended for tobacco use only. Oh, yeah. that is your full name. I don't know. He must have looked up your birth certificate. I love drag, drag race, this podcast, being belittled for trying to know about politics but not knowing enough, and all the traps and tropes that revolve around gay life. Traps Thank and you. tropes? We're in traps and tropes. I'm Willem's age. Uh, well, can you tell me what it is? Because nobody can seem to find out the truth. Ask Mother Willow. Uh, I've talked to doctors and friends and Googled, but can't seem to find any peace with my situation. So I'm setting up a flare and asking my gay subculture experts for some advice. I love to top and fuck a nice ass. Okay, uh, Charlie. We're we not apologize. <laughs> we apologize. Willem's dad is here. He was a lifeguard. It's fine. And a Marine. Okay. I love to top and fuck a nice ass. My problem is that I don't achieve orgasm from anal or oral sex. You're doing it's, it wrong. It's not a new thing. I never have been able to. Staying erect is never a problem. Okay. I, okay. I'm looking for the problem. Uh, I enjoy getting my partners. Betterhelp.com <laughs> slash drag. I enjoy getting my partners off and drilling a hungry bottom. Oh, my God. <laughs> I that just, pipeline. I just don't pass that final hurdle. My sexual partners take it personal regardless of whether we discuss it detail beforehand or if I don't talk about it. When I hear about two pump chumps and dudes that shoot too quick, I get jealous. Oh, wow. I understand my issue might not be relatable, but I'm hoping that maybe it is and people will hear this and help me not feel alone. Willem, as a proud bottom, would this be an issue for you? Is this a common problem for guys? Any experience, tips, advice, or anecdotes would be helpful? Here's a pic of my 6.5 inch six and thick dick. 
I'm happy to share it with you, your listeners, and the world as long as we're all consenting adults. Thanks for years of entertainment. I have a tip. I would always like... What? The microphone keeps dipping. As a way to get out of a sexual encounter that I wasn't into for whatever reason, before I answer the door or before I go in, I set an alarm for on my phone for like two minutes. Mm -hmm. I could always stall and then get a phone call and I have to go. I'm out. My friend got a flat. I need something. He could always set an alarm for like 35, 45 minutes in and then say, oh, my God, uh, my dog. Yeah, they ripped up my apart. I have to go. My dog got out of the yard. I have to go. Very elaborate. Well, if he's avoiding coming. I don't know how to, yeah. Why can't you just talk about it? I mean, and that would work too. But if he, if these people are getting offended or feel disrespected that this guy can't come, he said some people have a problem or something. So I'm giving the 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 hardest advice you could possibly do: time time your encounter and then answer the phone randomly. Elaborate and deceptive. But I thought my first idea was good. I've used that because it's an easy way out. You're like, oh shit, sorry. Right. Pass. The the two minute phone call rescue mm-hmm. method. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people do that. Like, call me in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to weigh in on this, Dippertini? Well, Dippertini? I just wanted to ask: Is it still worth it to fuck if there's no cum shot? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So that's so half the, the journey is the journey or some bullshit. Yeah, something. I it's not the destination; it, it's the journey. Yeah. yeah. I think it ends up coming back to this thing of like, you know, sex is complex and uh, if you're doing it with enough people, the girl, there's always twister. Everybody is different, and I mean, it's it's so funny. He's he's like, I'm jealous of guys. There were pictures. Who come too I didn't even know. It's on the next page. Oh. I'm jealous of guys who come too quickly, and then those guys are jealous of you and your problems. Everybody so, wants what they can't have. Yeah, right. So I guess just be upfront about it and say like, you know, I can do this, but I'm not gonna come. So like, don't get mad. And then I have a four thirty. I can't come. Right. <laughs> And then, I don't know, maybe cultivate relationships with those people who are understanding and who yeah. can, like, enjoy the... Or methed out bottoms who need it for hours. <laughs> Meet one of them. There you go. Yeah, go to Crystal City, Crystal. Um, that's outside D.C., actually, Crystal City. It's by the airport. Oh. Yeah. Ricky Detox and I went there. I bet you did. <laughs> no, we did not like that, but we stayed there. <laughs> Damn. Thank you for listening to Hot Goss. You can send us your questions to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And good mm-hmm. questions and nudity get priority boarding. Plus, we have bonus video content now available on patreon.com slash Willem. This stuff is really fun. We recommend getting into it. You can sign up to be a patron and support us. And you can search using the Race Chaser hashtag and you can watch the videos a la carte. Follow us on Instagram at Willem mm-hmm. at the only Alaska 5000 mm-hmm. and at Race Chaser Pod. Mm-hmm. And we will be back next week with more piping, steaming, scalding, boiling. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. <laughs>